what up everybody welcome to radio static the show about everything and nothing i am static and uh i'm gonna apologize first off um this the dude this pandemic it's been hitting me pretty hard so i've been hitting the bong pretty hard so my voice and my throat's all fucked up and <clears throat> so if i if i I'm going to be using my inside voice a lot in this episode, and uh, if i got to, like, clear my throat, which is nothing new. Like, I fucking clear, I clear my throat every five seconds, I feel like. Um, there's that. Uh, I got a, dude, I got a lot of shit to catch you guys up on since the last time. When was the last time I even recorded this? It's been, like, a month, maybe two months. Holy shit. Bro, I got... Okay, so first off, I got an Xbox. I'll tell you guys about that. Um, yeah, it sucks. So, uh, moving on. <laughs> I'll be honest, dude. There isn't much on the Xbox that's for me. I'm just using it as like a more of a... Well, I'll just move Fortnite onto this instead of using up my PlayStation's memory. You know, shit like that. Um, God, what else? I did shrooms for the first time. I'll tell you guys about that right now. Because, wow, that was an experience. Oh, man. Um, so, okay. I, uh, my girlfriend has been wanting to do shrooms now forever. And I've always been against them. Just because I'm not, like, I'm not too into the whole psychedelics. You know what I mean? I'm more into just the, the body high. Like, I like to relax. Because, dude, my mind's fucking, like, a million... A, my mind's going a million miles per hour constantly and then on shrooms holy fuck dude oh my god so she finally got some even thinking about it gives me a panic attack so i i tell her you know fuck it i'll, I'll go first uh just to make sure that it's okay for you she gave me a big old dose of it and i i i took it I came upstairs, I laid on my bed, and then everything started moving in my room. Uh, the panic set in, uh, I started getting panic attacks, everything's moving, I can't, I cannot find comfort at all. Like, I can't, like, lay down, and I can't sit up, because it's just, it's uncomfortable. I just cannot fucking get comfortable, it sucks. That was one of the worst parts of it. I'm having a panic attack, I'm trying to relax, I can't... I can't fucking relax. What the fuck? And then I start throwing up. My girlfriend's panicking at this point. She thinks that I overdosed. She's running back and forth outside of my room, uh, into the bathroom, into the, the other bedroom. And she's Googling, can you overdose on shrooms? And I'm in here, I'm yelling at her to stay out of my room, because when I'm having a panic attack, I don't want anybody near me. I don't want anything on me. I just, I need to like, I need to fucking chill out. Uh, this is the first panic attack I've had since I was a kid. I would have anxiety attacks. Anxiety attacks are way different. I feel like panic attacks, uh, you just have zero control over everything. Like, your body just is like, we gotta fucking, we gotta shit, we gotta throw up, we gotta piss, we gotta do all this stuff, just evacuate everything. <laughs> anxiety attacks are like me pacing back and forth in my room, just being like, fuck, I don't wanna go to work, dude. <laughs> Finally, shit starts to calm down. I let her in the room. She's laying with me. She's begging me to drink water. I'm telling her, dude, just I need to, I need you to stop. I need you to stop fucking yapping in my ear, cause I, I know she's I know she's trying to help me. I love my girlfriend to death, and she was crying. She thought I was overdosing. She thought I was gonna die. Because I was having a panic attack, and I was on this new thing, right? She's got my arm. She's crying. Oh, why won't you drink water, Adam? Please, I wish you would drink some water, please. I can't drink water, or I'll throw up. And I've got a, I've got a huge phobia of throwing up. I, dude, I fucking hate it so much. When I was in second grade, I was throwing up every day. <clears throat> By the way, this is, this is the last time I had a panic attack before this. Who's was in second grade. I had this bitch teacher named Mrs. Honey. I don't know if I ever talked about her on this podcast, but let me just describe this bitch for you. She was my second grade teacher. First day there, she just had this nasty fucking I am the boss attitude. 
And before this, my first grade teacher, Mrs. Curtis, the nicest lady ever, dude. When we were moving on, when we were going to, to second grade, dude, everybody cried because everyone was going to miss Mrs. Curtis. Nicest woman ever. <clears throat> Gets to second grade. I believe it was the same school. This is kind of where I got my narcissistic, uh, sarcastic, you know, fuck off attitude. Um, which has been sort of the bane of my own existence for the last 20, almost 30 years now. Um, this woman would just, she would never call you if you knew the answer. If you raised your hand. She would pick on the, the ones that she knew had no idea and were lost. And would almost make an example of you in front of the class, right? Uh, there's a lot of trauma there, so I don't remember much. I just remember a lot of times I was at home. It got so bad, I was throwing up so much that I had to go to the doctor, and the doctor's like, yeah, you're just having panic attacks. Like, I wasn't eating. I mean, it didn't help that my parents would, like, buy fucking KFC and be like, hey, just eat. Just eat this. While I'm sick to my stomach, I'm, like, panicking, my heart's racing. Uh, uh, let, me, let me give you another example of how... how much of a bitch this lady was so I had a babysitter at this point because my parents both worked and they worked hours that you know they couldn't take care of me so this lady she had a wiener dog named Bronco she had just gotten Bronco and this is where I, I fell in love with with dachshunds uh, she uh, she just gotten him I was like so proud of this dog even though it wasn't my dog I was like hey you should you should call up my my school my teacher and ask if she, if uh, you could bring the dog in and have everyone meet the dog because the dog's fucking cool. Wiener dogs are fucking cool, right? Uh, we come in from recess one day and I come sit down. She's on the f my fucking bitch ass teacher is on the phone with my babysitter, and uh, she's like, no, no, hangs up, gets in front of the class. She goes. Uh, God, I love this. I love it when bosses do this shit, too. Where they're basically, they're talking to you, but they're talking to everybody in the room uh, because you fucked up, right? It's so stupid. Uh, she goes, some, and this is, this is the funniest thing. She's like, some babysitter organization called, and this is not a petting zoo. They wanted to bring in a dog for everybody. It's like, dude, shut the, f she's telling me, but in front of everybody. It's just some lady, right? My babysitter was just some lady, some babysitter organization, right? So I was having regular panic attacks. And uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I was experiencing on the shrooms here. Same feeling. Uh, God, dude, the, you could feel buzzing everywhere. You could feel it in your stomach, out of your throat, uh, just on your skin. Dude, I fucking hated it so goddamn much. And, uh, finally it just stopped, all of that. The buzzing kept going, but I just stopped caring. Um, I finally found comfort. I could lay down. I told my girlfriend, I'm like, I'm okay. Um, the, the ego death happened, I believe is what it's called. It's, it's basically when it just separates your ego from, from your body, in a way, to where you kind of just stop, you start looking at shit logically instead of with emotion <clears throat> first thing I said was I'm shitty to people because I'm shitty to myself and my girlfriend's like laying there she's like what do you mean I'm like I'm like uh I just I can't forgive myself like I I, I treat people so badly because I treat myself so badly there's shit that happened in my past that I just cannot I, I guess forgive myself over I just I dude I live in constant guilt in my life when I'm at work and this is one of the reasons why I like working alone I'm constantly working shit through in my head um, and then I get emotional when I'm by myself I get emotional almost like almost like I'm crying in a way um, like, I start sort of uh, tearing up uh, just because I start remembering shit that I used to do or remembering my childhood and shit that happened and stuff like that, you know. Uh, blaming myself for a lot of stuff. 
I tell her all this, you know, she's like, uh, like two seconds ago you were dying. Like, what is <laughs> So, uh, here's how it went, okay? Uh, you do, you do hallucinate. Something happens to you. It almost feels like, it's almost like, it feels like you died, okay? So, I was floating above the city I live in, upside down. And I'm afraid of heights, and I'm afraid of being upside down, but I was okay. Uh, and I could see everything. Like, you know, you know that if you're, if you're in a plane, or if you're just, like, I guess playing a video game or whatever, and you, like, go far enough into the atmosphere to where you could see blackness, but you could still see blue. Do you know what I mean? Just sort of like that. I could see that, the horizon. Um, uh, they say that if you're u- if you're using shrooms or doing all that, uh, you, you find a spirit guide in a way. And all I could see, it, it felt like it was myself. Now, I'm sitting here uh, in, in this dream I'm having. I'm sitting there. I, I want to say it, it was kind of like I was sitting on a log. There was a fire in front of me, and then there was, uh, I would not look at this person, whoever it was, just because I wanted this all to end. I didn't want to do this anymore. I was having such a fucking bad time. All I could see is this person's legs, and it just gave me the impression that this person was me. Um, they were giant. <laughs> they were giant. All, all I could see is their legs. They, uh, they opened up this curtain per se, it's not really a curtain, but they open up this curtain, barely, I could see what was behind it, it it looked like a big old sphere, and, and, uh, spirits working around it, almost like it was like a hive mind of us, you know what I mean, you know what I mean, like, this sounds so crazy, uh, the sphere was like a hive mind for us, and it's almost like, it's almost like we're all the same, do you know what I mean? Like, they would just pick off a piece of that, boom, make a human. And then when you die, you come back, and you just, like, share the experience or whatever, and you go right back into that sphere. And, um... Uh... It gave me this feeling like I shouldn't be looking at this. Not that I was, like, in trouble, but it was almost like I wasn't ready. So I looked away, I was like, okay, um... And then that was it for that. Next thing I know, I was a worm in a crawl space. I know this is this is so fucking weird. I remember it so clearly. I could see it just as well as uh, just as well as I can see this waveform on the computer. Uh, I can see my lamp, uh, my phone, this microphone. I could see it so clearly. There was dirt everywhere. I don't know if I was a worm, okay? But I know I was small enough to be the same size as a worm. I could see maggots and shit. It wasn't scary. I could see a work light, the kind that you clip onto, like, wood or something like that. After that, I told my girlfriend, uh, she was like, you know, that sounds a lot like our crawl space. I was like, huh, that's interesting. Like, maybe I did, maybe I did die, in a sense, and I came back, but I overshot, and I ended up in my crawl space, right? Ugh, it's so weird talking about it. You would never understand unless you did it. Uh, and then I was back. I was back in my back in my room. I was back in my body. I could feel myself coming back like I was putting on a glove. It was fucking weird. Like I could feel my arms coming back into my arms. I could feel my legs coming back into my legs, and I just felt like garbage. I felt like shit. Like, I was just this garbage. <laughs> um, I told my girlfriend about everything. Shit was still moving, too. My curtain was moving. Uh, I, I hate that. This was about an hour, okay? I had this thing, this trip, I guess, went away in an hour. Uh, I get up. I tell my girlfriend I'm good. This shit's supposed to last five or six hours. It lasted me two this is how quick my, my metabolism is. Um, oh, and by the way, the fucking mushrooms, 
tastes like like uh, dried peanut shells, dude. It's fucking disgusting, and it's even worse when you throw up because it gets stuck in your nose. So the whole time, I could taste it, I could smell it. It sucked. I fucking oh god, it was so fucking gross. And I threw up a lot of them too. Like most of them, I would say, and I still had this experience. But when I came back, first thing I did, I had to shit, dude. I had to shit so fucking bad. Best shit I've ever taken in my life, even though I could see the shadows bleeding into the room. Fucking insane. I get up, I start telling my girlfriend all this shit, you know, just like what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. It was, uh, it was worth it. Just from what I got out of it, um, you know, realizing just the way I am and how it's not my fault, how I need to forgive myself and all this shit for, for whatever, right? Felt like I did five years of therapy in two hours. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, after that whole experience, I started to look at shit, right? I started to find, uh, I started to kind of, like, okay, so all my life I had been just fighting to try and get friends. Like, that's all I've ever wanted was friends. I've never really looked at my friends who I have in my corner. Uh, I've never really looked at them and cherished them. Do you know what I mean? So, like, and it sucks to say my girlfriend's one of them, right? Um, I never really saw her as and this is just because of my own problems as somebody I could trust with my shit like I couldn't I felt like I always had to keep to myself because I don't want anybody to really know all this weird shit you know about my past and all this stuff like she knows shit she knows shit but uh, she's never really never really involved her in my own stuff uh I started to look at people like uh, like my, my, my best friend Jeremy and just being like, you know what, dude? It doesn't matter how many times like like him and I stop talking. And, you know, it's just just because, right? Not because him and I got into a fight or anything like that. Shit happens, right? He's doing his own shit. I'm doing my own shit. We don't talk for like a, a year, maybe two years, like whatever. He's still my best friend. I still cherish him as my best friend. You know, shit like that. I I would get so mad because certain people would not like me and not ever want to be my friend. Why? Why? You know what I mean? Why? Why they fucking de- they don't they don't add to me. You know what I mean? They they're not valuable. So I started dropping people and look at them and be like, you know, nah, not because just to be an asshole, just being like, you know, I've, uh, you know, I've tried to, I've tried to do this and this and this for this person and they've only ever really talked to me like I was some nuisance, right? I started to look at like certain, uh, certain um social medias and being like do i really need this i i deactivated my twitter account but uh, i reactivated it yesterday uh, just because i want to keep the name (laughs) you know just for the fuck of it i don't need to be on twitter 24 7 just because i have one right but i stopped i stopped making that a focus because Twitter's a bad place, man. And it's even worse for somebody who's impulsive like me. Fuck, dude. Last thing I, I've really tweeted was something uh, super... Made no sense. Uh, I was just, like, upset. And so I just started blaming everybody I was following on Twitter. Like, I do this for everybody else. And blah, nobody ever fucking listens to my podcast or nothing that I do. Who cares? Who the fuck cares? You know? It's the way, it shouldn't matter who fucking listens to this or watches my streams, it's it's how they treat you. Do they treat you okay? Then they're fucking good to hang around with. You know, my shit's not for everybody. I cuss a lot. You know, I say stupid shit all the time. 
but I started looking at that. I stopped trying with with uh, certain people, you know, just trying to be friends with. Um, I don't know. It just it what it was a, I after it after the whole thing, uh, after it all wore off. I'll never call it a drug. It is not a drug. I don't know what the fuck this shit is. It's it's an experience. I'll just say that much. Um, I was just happy. I was just straight up happy. Like the first time in years. Nothing was weighing down on me. The coronavirus? Eh, fuck it, whatever. I don't have it. It's not a big deal. That I know of. I'm having a scare right now, actually. I don't know if I have it or not. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Because I'm very stuffy, but I feel like maybe that's just because of the air. I don't know. Um, you know, work? Eh, fuck it. It's just work. That's not you. That's just work. That's who you are for eight hours out of a 24-hour day. That's not you. You know? Um, I just stopped worrying. I just stopped worrying. I stopped stressing. And it was just so freeing. It was such a free feeling. I would never do it again, though. I'm glad I did it. Never do it again. I did it actually recently again. And I just, I had the panic attack with nothing. No, nothing after it. No benefits. Just the, the, uh, the attack. That's it. Yeah, that's uh, that's one thing I did. <laughs> I bought an Xbox One for fifty bucks. Um, I would, I've had it now for like a month, and I can I can say, I would never pay full price for this fucking garbage. Now, don't get me wrong, okay? It's a good console, I guess. Uh, there's no games on it, dude. There's no fucking games. I own four games. Two of them I own on previous consoles. I only bought them because it's fucking Fallout and Skyrim. They've got better mods on Xbox, right? I bought the Halo uh, Master Chief Collection only because I, I felt like I needed to own it. I love Halo. And uh, I own Titanfall 2. That came with the, the console. But, yeah, there's nothing really all that interesting on the Xbox. Sorry, I uh, I use it more than my PlayStation only because I play. Uh, it's brand new, and I'm trying to get through like you know, State of Decay two and and Fortnite on it. I moved Fortnite onto that just because it's easier. You can free up my PlayStation for actual games. <laughs> um, dude. Other than that, there's there hasn't been really anything new with me. I know. It's crazy. Just that one experience, and I just, I feel like everything is just imploding. It's it's very rough living in 2020. When, when you're somebody like me, who, shit doesn't happen to necessarily, but you see shit falling apart everywhere. Riots. Uh, um, the virus, you know. <clears throat> people dying just randomly, like Chadwick Boseman. You know, uh... It's like what the fuck? It's only it's only fucking August. It's gonna be uh, September here in like six hours. Fuck! It's crazy, dude. This fucking year is insane, and I can't handle it, dude. All I do is worry. That's all I fucking do is worry. So I've become like a hermit. I've just been laying in my bed when I'm not at work. Going, oh, I should do the podcast. Eh, I'll just smoke some weed instead. So I lay there, stoned off my ass, wasting hours on Xbox, or hours on PlayStation. I, I just, I, dude, I don't know. I don't know, vaping. And then I just, I can't breathe ever, because that's all I do all day. I lay down and I'm like getting stiff because I ain't moving I'm gaining a bunch of weight because all I'm doing is eating I look like shit I look like I look like fucking like I I look like I'm 90 dude it sucks I want to go do shit 
you know? I just don't know what to do. Like, I'm too scared to go outside. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Too scared to go outside, fucking too scared to go walking. Even like, so, like, we buy water, we don't drink the tap water because it's fucking disgusting in this town. Make fun of me all you want, fuckers. I don't give a fuck. So we run out or whatever, and across the street is a grocery store, and I, I, uh, I go buy some. But even, like, then, like, after, after work, across the street from my job, after work, it's, like, it's 5.30 in the morning. There's nobody at the store. But I'm still too afraid to fucking go in there, because I just want to go home and lay down. And not have to deal with people, you know? I'm having a rough time, man. I'm having a hard time. This this year's weighing on me a lot. It starts it started, you know, thinking the shit that we're dealing with right now makes me look back at shit that doesn't even matter anymore. And being like, why do I ever worry about that, dude? There's a fucking pandemic. But, you know what? Enough about that shit. Enough about that shit, all right? I've got a segment on this podcast that I started when I first started. Never did since. I think I did it on the first episode, and that was it. Called Weird News. That's right. Where I find weird shit that's going on, and I talk about it. So, I don't have I don't have any music for this segment, so pretend there's this, like, da-da-da, you know, fucking weird. <laughs> Weird-ass music. So, by the way... Can we talk about this? I opened up my, my my phone and I saw this fucking news article. Can you believe that PlayStation 5 is only backwards compatible with PlayStation 4 games? Can you fucking believe that? Dude, that's the one thing I like about my Xbox One. Is I can go back and play 360 and original Xbox games. Ugh. Anyways, so first thing on the docket here, let's talk about this. Have you guys heard of green pea urinals? Green pea urinals. So basically what it is, it's in Amsterdam, right? They're, uh, I guess they've been having problems with, uh, you know, because of the coronavirus, they can't go nowhere. Can't really go to bars. They finally opened the bars up, I think, and uh, they've been having issues with people just pissing on the side of the fucking buildings, pissing on fucking streets, shit like that. Apparently it's a it's it's a problem. There's so many people just peeing all over Amsterdam, right? So somebody decided, they came up with this idea. How about we just pee on hemp plants? Yes. So basically green pea urinals as the user relieves himself takes a piss uh this is only for men by the way it says or herself adventurous ladies may use the urinals too if a if fucking if a fucking lady took a piss in a urinal i would not call them adventurous that's not really an adventure um sitting while peeing is the way to go uh the pee runs into an internal tank uh, which is filled with hemp fibers from the plants growing on it. <laughs> can you can you imagine the poor son of a bitch whose job it is to collect these sopping, pissy fucking plants? Just this piss-covered hemp plant. Can you imagine having that job? Ugh. Um, essentially, the hemp acts as a odor neutralizer, which keeps the green pea smelling nature fresh at all times. Uh, <laughs> once the <laughs> once the tank the tank is filled, so basically it collects the piss in a tank. Uh, the mixture of pea and hemp fibers is removed. Just this wad of dripping, pee-fucking-reeking hemp. 
these hemp fibers that just soaked up all this pee from a million different strangers. This is your job now to collect this piss sponge. You have to open up this urinal, okay? Look into this disgusting tank, which is probably... Dude, oh god, could you imagine? Open up this tank, which is apparently supposed to smell nature fresh at all times. To get these fibers that are just... Apparently it's supposed to help, like, I guess the, the, the pee or whatever acts as a fertilizer for, for hemp. Never in my life have I heard that before. So everybody growing out there, make sure you uh, take a piss in your plants. Let me see if I can't find anything else on this. Okay, so I googled up, I googled green pea, so apparently people, and that could be a urinary tract infection, overactive bladder, so if you got green pea, make sure, it could be a kidney stone, water intoxication, which, which means you just drank way too much water, kidney failure. Yeah, so it just means all that, I guess. If you got green pee, make sure you find a doctor. Uh, urinals. Let's see if I can't find a picture of these, because they make it sound like it's in a, it's in like a pot. Oh my God, it is, and you don't even, you just do it in public. Okay, so basically what this looks like, it looks like a like a metal box. Is that what it is? Hold up. That is exactly what it is. What the fuck? So it's this box. This metal box. I would say is about maybe uh, eh, maybe three, four feet tall. Uh, with hemp growing out of the top of it. And sort of a urinal on the front. Uh, urinal looking device I don't know it, it doesn't look like it's not ceramic it's green which is obviously where you piss into and it looks like below it is where you you gather the pee <laughs> I guess that's the tank or something then what would you do with it what would you do with the fucking pee dude dump it in a lake somewhere um and apparently you just do this in public there it's got like tiny little um partitions on it like you know you would see at a urinal but it's not that much it's really not that much like you'd have to stand up to it like place your dick either lay it on top of the urinal part for nobody to see your fucking tiny little cock or uh or you just don't care about people seeing your fucking little wiener, I guess. I don't know. But uh there's 12 of them in Amsterdam right now. Um and it just looks like a planter. <laughs> it says but look more closely and you'll notice an opening on the side. This is the target zone for urination. This is on CNN. Uh, so these have been around since 2018, it looks like. Uh, okay, so it, it started as a, started out as a project. They did it in four different locations. In four public, uh, po popular public urination areas. Popular. And what does a place have to do to become a popular place to pee at. It says quote, the result was there was a, there was a 50% reduction in wild peeing. It was a great success, wild peeing. I can't believe that that's a term. It says there's no more need for toilets. No. Poor poor motherfuckers that have to go and collect that shit. They even have they even have them in alleyways, it looks like. Um, 
in a set of two. So a planter could have two urinals, but uh, facing different sides. And I guess I guess the partitions can be a little bigger. The original picture I saw, they didn't look that big. But still, I mean, would you really want to be pissing in front of people like that? Just walking down an alleyway, some dude's pissing on the side of a fucking planter. Being like, oh, no, don't worry, I'm feeding it. <laughs> I can almost guarantee that you guys have never heard of this before. The the urinal planters. <laughs> so could you imagine just all of a sudden they installed a bunch in your city you didn't even know because, I mean, it's fucking coronavirus. Nobody wants to read the news anymore. <clears throat> you're walking down. You're just trying to get some fucking beer or whatever else. You just see a bunch of people pissing into fucking planters. Can you imagine how weird that would be? But, I mean, regardless, it would be, I think it would be a lot more weird here in America than it would be in other places like Amsterdam, because us as the U.S., uh, us as the U.S., us U.S. citizens, like, to pretend like cocks and vaginas are, like, don't exist, unless we're by ourselves and we gotta jack off, and we're like, oh, but otherwise, we sort of, like, shame people for having either one. <laughs> Oh, you got a dick? I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird one. It's a weird idea to have. It's a you gotta you gotta wonder what the fuck is going through that dude's head. But anyways, let's move on. Let's move on from that that weird one. Um, I got two more. Uh, I sort of I I found this and it sort of led me down a rabbit hole. In okay, in South Dakota, Sioux Falls, right? Sioux, is that how you say it? Let me let me Google it real quick. Um, how to say, how to say, uh... okay, Sioux Falls, perfect, perfect. Hey, I know something. Uh, there was a. This is so stupid. I mean, dude, like, it's hard for me not to judge people on, on this. It's really difficult. But there was a... Uh, God. <laughs> there was a... Uh, I don't know. A corn stalk, I guess. That was growing outside of a curb. Outside of a sidewalk. It was just through the cracks. And it became so famous in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, that it became news. Oh my god, there's a fucking corn stalk growing out of a fucking sidewalk, right? Now, let me just read this. Okay, this is on... Um, wait, let me... Hold up. God, this is so stupid. Apparently, so it was supposed to bring... Uh, apparently it brought uh, hope <laughs> to to a coronavirus... Uh, sorry, COVID-19. I don't know what to say anymore, dude. COVID-19 uh, afraid community, I guess. I don't know how else to say that. It brought them... It brought them... They saw it and they gave them power. This corn stalk was growing out of a fucking... I've seen weeds growing out of sidewalks, dude. It's nothing. And it made me think, do they not have corn in South Dakota? Hold that thought for a second, actually. I don't want to get... I don't want to go too far ahead. So, somebody saw the corn stalk and was like, Hey, this is corn growing where it shouldn't be. I'm going to pull it. They pulled it. And uh, apparently it, it brought suffering to the community. Uh, they, they even made a Twitter account for the, <laughs> the corn stock, which is, you can find it, actually. It's uh, the, the handle on Twitter is at 57th, so 57th, capital C, 57th Street Corn, at 57THC. Okay. 
and their bio is a corn that grew from 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 concrete. They've got merch. <laughs> it just I don't understand this, dude. They've got songs like radio shows, you know, the hokey fucking radio shows where they've got stupid songs for everything. And this isn't ironic. It's just people loved this corn, this corn cob so much. Let me just read this, okay? This is from NPR. Yes, this is on NPR. The uh, title, South Dakota Community Saves Beloved Curbside Corn Stock, okay? Literally, a single stock of, this is what it says, okay? You know it's a fucking slow news day. A single stalk of corn growing off the curb of an intersection in Sioux Falls, SD, South Dakota, gained local fame for its perseverance. <laughs> it's fucking corn that happened to grow out of a sidewalk. Uh, when it was uprooted, VV Community sa uh, rushed to save it. Good job, NPR. VV Community. Good morning. I'm Steve Inskeep. From, South, from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, comes a kernel of perseverance. That's a dad joke because a single stalk of corn sprouted just off the curb at a busy intersection. People were excited until it was found, it was found uprooted in the gutter. <laughs> but despair not. Sioux Falls local heroes came to the rescue, moving the 57th Street corn into a bucket where they say she's doing well. They've named her Corner, Cor Cornelia. It's morning edition. <laughs> when was this? When was this printed? Or when was this written? Ten days ago. So, they call it vandalism that they pulled this corn stock. Even though I think it, I'm pretty sure it was the city that pulled it. Um. So this this uh, this article came from drgnews.com. Amid all the negatives in the world these days, people in Sioux Falls rallied it around a corn stalk growing through the concrete at an intersection along 57th Street as a lighthearted beacon of hope. It even prompted someone to create the 57th Street Corn Twitter account. Social media hashtags are also being used. They include hashtag Team Corn, which doesn't work. I was trying to find the I was trying to find the Twitter account. I couldn't find that uh, through that. Um, and then I, I read the article and noticed that, oh, it's at 57th, uh, 57th C. Hashtag curb corn. Hashtag 57th street corn. Hashtag SF strong. Which is Sioux Falls strong. This is apparently for the corn cob. Hashtag SD strong. South Dakota strong. Then sometime overnight... Tuesday into Wednesday, the stock was pulled up and tossed along the side of the road, leaving many to think the fun was over, and a corn R.I.P. memorial sign was put up at the site. Let me take a swig of my coffee here, because that's just fucking ridiculous. Okay, um... However, once word got out, a local corn-loving crew quickly arrived at the scene of the crime. I need to stop smoking and vaping, dude. Holy fuck. <sighs> uh, and began efforts to save it. Cornelia, as it's being called, was placed in a temporary container, a bucket, filled with soil, fertilizer, and water. Much like, you know, a plant, if you're trying to preserve a plant. According to its Twitter feed, Cornel Cornelia was taken on tour... Hey, look at this corn cob. It grew out of a fucking sidewalk. I've seen corn cobs grow out of sidewalks here. You know, back when they used to have farms here. Um, around Sioux Falls and had its photo taken. The current caregivers will find it a permanent home inside hopefully someone's stool. Uh, that was just me. That was in the article. In the meantime, at least two groups have designed, have designed and are selling t-shirts honoring the corn stock. Boy, anything to make money, dude. Convince enough people that this fucking corn cob is important and you've got a fortune. Uh, one group will send funds to the Food Bank of Iowa. How about you just give it to the Food Bank? To help people affected by recent 
Recent Dare what? Recent D E R E C H O. D E R E C H O. What is that? Duracho? <clears throat> oh, windstorms. Interesting. I've never heard of that before. Uh shit. I lost my place. Oh, okay. Uh, the recent windstorms that caused several million dollars in damages. Jesus Christ. Another group is giving... I mean, that's cool or whatever. I mean, whatever. Use it for charity. That's fine. God. Another... <laughs> there's pictures. Another group is giving the money they raised to the Stockyards Ag Experience in Sioux Falls. The facility tells a story of agriculture and showcases its impact on the region. Fantastic. And then they give, like, if you want to send letters of encouragement for the fucking corn, send it to this address. <laughs> so they got... Oh, man. I hate to say that I love this. This is probably... This has got to be the best thing I've ever talked about on my podcast. There are three pictures on the bottom here. Two of them are just the corn stalk growing out of the sidewalk. And then the next one is, it looks like it just fell over. And then somebody put on a lamp post, corn RIP. And then they put the corn in a, uh, in a bucket. Why do they say container? Why can't you just say bucket? A white bucket full of soil and fertilizer. Uh, and they've just been taking it everywhere and putting it next to monuments and notable places and taking pictures of it. So fantastic. They, fucking Sioux Falls has a hero. And uh, <clears throat> so it made me wonder does Sioux Falls, does South Dakota, right? South Dakota? I always have to I always have to make sure here. Yeah, South Dakota. Do they not have corn there? Is it just like a hot commodity? And so I was looking through it. I was like, you know, South Dakota corn. They've got a corn palace. The world's only corn palace. Go look it up yourself. Cornpalace.com. C-O-R-N-P-A-L-A-C-E.com. Pa corn palace. This is in Mitchell, South Dakota, okay? So check this out, okay? It looks like... It fucking looks like... If... I don't know. It, it looks like if... Uh, it's really hard to describe. It, it almost looks like this used to be a uh, music venue, just because of the murals and shit on the side, there's a dude playing a guitar. There's like a bunch of, and they've just like repurposed it into a corn palace. No clue. So here's what's happening at the corn palace, okay? September 2nd, which knowing me, it'd probably be way past now that you guys are listening to this. I got a farmer's market in their plaza. The 9th, Farmer's Market. 16th, Farmer's Market. So it's just, apparently it's just a farmer's market. About us. The world's only corn palace is Mitchell's premier tourist attraction. That sucks. Some 500,000 tourists came up from around the nation each year. Come up, excuse me. Uh, to see the uniquely designed corn murals. Who in the fuck cares? The, first, the city's first corn palace was built as a way to prove to the world that South Dakota had a healthy agri agricultural climate. Eight years before the turn of the 20th century in 1892, when Mitchell, South Dakota was a small 12-year-old city of 3,000 inhabitants. Okay, so uh, it's been around for a while. The, the uh, Excuse me. The world's only corn palace, it's all in caps, was established on the city's main street during its one over 100 years of existence 
It has become known worldwide. Never heard of it before in my life, and now attracts more than half a million vi uh, half a million visitors annually. Let's learn more about this place. This fucking crazy nutty fucking place. Oh shit! They haven't got a whole fucking wiki of it. It seems. All right, fuck it. Let's uh let's look at the murals real quick. Let me just describe them to you. Oh, no, it's just a list of what they have. They don't have the pictures. Okay, so the first mural was done in 1892. They have no clue what it's supposed to be. It just says no central theme and in parentheses patterns. Okay. Let me count how many murals this is. Actually, you know what? It's too many. I don't care. It looks like they've done one for each year. Okay, so from from uh, 1892 to 2019. They've been doing murals. And it looks it really looks like it's been one a year. So they commission somebody once every year to paint on the side of this corn palace. Insane. That's fucking crazy to me. That is insane. But <clears throat> the weirdest the weirdest thing about this. Oh, how much are tickets? Let's look at tickets. Real quick. Something like this should should be free. Oh, oh, there's no events, obviously. Okay, because of the coronavirus. Okay, so the weirdest thing on this is that there is a corn cam, which is a live stream of the corn palace, and it's just the outside. It looks like there's somebody like walking around the balcony. This place is truly, there's one, two, three, four flags that I can see. One, two, three sort of onion looking uh, structures that you would see like on palaces in Aladdin. There is a mural of the place on the front. And on the other side, there is a mural of a lady pointing, a guy pointing, I don't know. I don't know what that's supposed to be. And in the middle it says USA. What is this guy doing? This guy's just standing... Oh my god. He, there's a guy... I'm pretty sure he didn't know that there was a camera pointed right at him. He turned around towards the camera, away from the windows, and started digging his nuts. Not a joke. This is... This is a weird fucking... He didn't think anybody was looking at him. Well, guess what, motherfucker? Some guy in Colorado saw you. <laughs> this dude was digging in his nuts. And now now his friend came back. He turned around and started talking to his friend. These guys work here? Like, what the fuck? Who cares? Who cares? It's such a weird idea. You know, it, it's such a weird idea to me. To have a corn palace or like the world's largest ball of yarn. <clears throat> I want to. I want to know how much it costs. Oops. Ticket prices. Um. Dude, people all also ask how long does it take to visit the corn palace? They even know. Obviously, somebody dragged them, drug them, whatever. Dragged. Let's say dragged. I don't like drug. And they want to know. They even have merch. What the fuck? This is so crazy. $25 per hour. Per hour. So you better make sure you at least just spend an hour there. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that, dude. I don't know. I don't I just I don't fucking know, man. I don't fucking know, dude. Is there any weird shit in Colorado? Weird shit in Colorado. <clears throat> Let's see. I'm curious. I'm curious if we've got something like that here. And then I'm going to end the podcast because I've been going for a while here. Uh, okay. 
there is a 80s gift shop in Denver it looks like it's called 5280s it says hop in your DeLorean and travel back to the 1980s with a visit to 5280s in Denver they got My Little Ponies from the 80s and Boglins never uh, never heard of those Thundercats I don't know if this is a museum or if this is a gift shop I don't know it looks like a gift shop. Billy Baloney. They got a Billy Baloney over there. Uh, it's one of, uh, that's Pee Wee Herman's deal. Okay, so, uh, they, uh, they got a place that's an old mortuary called Linger. And it's apparently, it's apparently a restaurant. Okay, uh, a national park that's got like old uh, cliff dwellings you can look at. Okay, so we've got cool shit. Casa Bonita, which was uh, a DLC for South Park Fractured Butthole. <laughs> uh, Stanley Hotel, yep. That is uh, what was in The Shining. We do still have that. The International Church of Cannabis. I forgot this even existed. You can basically just go in there and smoke weed. And that's it. It's just an old church. Uh, sand dunes. My parents have been there. Never been there myself. It, last time they went there, I was, it was like in the 80s, I think. Uh, a tea house, which is in Boulder, looks like a just a tea house. Red Rocks, which was in uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, it's sort of an outdoors venue for uh, concerts and stuff. And apparently that's it. That's all we got. Yeah, there you guys go. Hope you guys liked this episode. I sort of did it on a whim. I was looking up shit. I I really wanted to do this. I've been wanting to for weeks. Like, I don't know what the fuck to talk about. How about I talk about some weird shit? So, anyways, guys, I do appreciate y'all listening. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm probably not going to use it too much. It is at just underscore static 258. You can find me on Instagram at statics underscore wasteland. Uh, you can also follow me on, or subscribe to me rather, on TikTok. That's right, I'm on TikTok. I make dumb catch up videos and it's fun. Um, that's just underscore static uh, tiktok.com slash just under, underscore static and uh, other than that guys I guess that's it I don't have nothing else to say I do appreciate you guys for, uh, for listening and uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode bye baby Mr. Mac, check, check. House gang, check, check. Players get ejected out the game. That's a tech, tech. Mayweather, fight night, homie. I'm still your best bet. I'm like the homie. Two chains on me. Protect your neck, neck. Opposites attract. I got you standing opposite the Mac. Cops pursuing, now I'm swallowing the crack. This ain't your role model on the track. Simple fact, this is Call of Duty. Watch my gun novel through the map. It's all about survival where we at. That's the reason why my father kept a rifle. Put the bottle in his lap. Hallelujah. I'm playing my position, call my sutra. And anybody play me, I'll position, I'm a shooter. Nothing in this house. Every time I come in the kitchen, you're in the kitchen. In the goddamn refrigerator, eating up all the food, all the chicken, all the pig feet. You ate my dinner, my mashed potatoes, that good old gravy I like, and biscuits I like, and sop that gravy in. You ate all of that. You drink up all the milk, don't care what kind of milk it is, you don't care. 2%, 3% buttermilk, patent milk, hold a cow in a patent milk can, I bet you eat that too. What's wrong with you? I'm hiding my grapes. You gonna eat up all my grapes.